0: All right, guys, episode six of the Mirror Podcast. Welcome back to the show. So, as you may have noticed, there are some changes, okay, <laughs> that need to be addressed. I, uh, one, I have a mic, so I hope in this episode that the audio quality is already a thousand times better than every other episode combined, okay? Um, also, you may have noticed that we are on many different streaming platforms. We are having a couple issues with Google and uh, Apple, right? So Google Podcasts and, and Apple Podcasts are giving us some minor issues, and we'll, we should be up and running on those in about two weeks or so, maybe. A week to two weeks, we'll call it. Um, other than that, minor things to report there and also as I've mentioned we have a producer guys I feel the need I need to introduce my good friend Nick been really good friends with this guy for a long time and uh you guys you know when you're looking for a producer what a lot of people don't know (laughs) is uh it's a lot like finding a cryptid animal okay um what I mean by that is, the only way to find a producer is—it's almost like finding Bigfoot, right? You gotta go into this. You gotta go into an area. You gotta go into an area, and you gotta wait for this animal to start making noises, right? Like they do in the TV show of Bigfoot. All right. Well, in in the in the TV show of producer, this elucid cryptid animal, okay. What you have to do is you have to go to a Denny's parking lot. More specifically, the garbage area, okay? And that's where you'll find your producers, (laughs) all right? So, but you have to be patient. So you have to take all your camera crews, your sound equipment, and all that stuff and wait for that producer to start making producer moments, all right? And thankfully, for the first time in history, the Mirror Podcast has found its first ever producer. All right. It took a lot of work. Congratulations. Yay, Shane. Woohoo. So Nick, Nick is in the bag. However, guys, I need your help. If you get something from the show, I need you guys to share it, like it, subscribe to it. I need you guys to go to iTunes, leave a rating. I need you guys to go on every platform you are using and give this a one to five star ratings. Give it a one star. Fuck it. I don't care. As long as you feel we deserve it. I want to provide value to you guys, okay? (laughs) So, Nick is kind of feral at the moment, all right? He likes to chew on things, and the more money that we can pay Nick, the more we can get him acclimated back to society, all right? This is what happens with producers. This is what you got to do. He's hungry for shoes, all right? And he keeps on chewing shoes, and I can't keep him in the studio. So, if you guys want to help Nick out, share the show, all right? so enough on that topic all right share the show we save nick we pay him a decent wage and then he can re-acclimate to modern society okay this is what we need from you guys so with all that being said (laughs) welcome to episode six of the freaking mirror podcast episode six guys welcome back so here we are what is today's topic about well I want to talk about patterns and addiction what their similarities are what the what the differences are and how you got yourself into these or how I got myself into my own personal uh, addiction and how I'm taking steps to get out okay um, I go over the the six stages of awareness that you need to develop and get rid of these patterns that are ailing you in these addictions. And so let's just dive right into it, guys. So the first thing I want to talk about is what is a pattern of behavior, right? It can be as simple as the way you take to get to work, right? The way that repetition of that same way you go to work is a pattern. It's a pattern of behavior, Right? It's the same route you take to get to work every time, right? It's, let's talk about, you get up, you brush your teeth in the morning. That's a pattern of behavior, okay? It's, 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 it's in these patterns that we have in the daily operation and running of our lives. And so what happens every now and then is that one of these addictions or one of these behaviors, because what, what A behavior can turn into Is an addiction Right And what we need to be aware of Is the difference between A pattern and an addiction Is that An addiction Is essentially A pattern that has hijacked Your reward system Your dopamine Your serotonin Right And It just It All of a sudden Becomes And inflates To the size of who you are And it consumes you Right This pattern Eat you alive. And so, what ends up happening is like in my situation, you know, I found myself addicted to sex and porn, right? Um, and I've said this before on previous episodes, but I've developed this pattern of behavior through chaotic upbringing and, uh, Lack of being able to make friendships Due due to moving around a lot You know, my dad was a very angry person My mom led with, you know, a guilt trip You know, like a a, a guilt style of parenting And then I got my heart broken And then all these factors just kind of You know, molded the way I thought about You know, I watched my dad go through four divorces, right? We don't need to rehash all this Um, However, just giving you a brief overview So All those experiences over time started to to create a pattern, right? And this pattern was very similar to what, you know, my dad was doing. Again, not blaming my dad. These are the actions that I took, right? So I had to take ownership of my life. I decided to make these decisions to, you know, attempt to get into relationships not knowing how, Uh, ended up cheating, ended up doing this and that and sleeping around and then that pattern started to form and started to get bigger, gain traction and grow right? And morph into this like thing with like tentacles and it just started to slowly dig its way into my psyche right? And so this is when this pattern of behavior became an addiction because all of a sudden every single decision ever made had to do with having sex had to do with getting laid had to do with this pattern of behavior that would destroy me and my relationships and friendships and work relationships for the next decade of my life after middle school right even in my current relationship is what I've allowed this behavior to do so and then that kind of devolved into like a porn addiction. And this that's a sneaky one in my opinion, right? Sex is a really easy addiction to justify because you could just tell yourself oh, you know, like everybody has sex. Like what's the what's the big deal, right? What's the big deal? <laughs> what is the big fucking deal, right? Well, well, I can tell you the one way that I was going about trying to get laid all the time was was very wrong, right? Um, and again, we're going to go back to masks and all these things we use to defend ourselves from our own pattern of behavior that is hurting you, but these masks convince you that you're you're okay, right? That you're fine. And so I ended up lying to these people I would literally... This is what I would do. This is how sociopathic I became with this addiction. Because all of a sudden it just became about what I wanted. It became about the addiction. It became about the goal. And that was the only thing that was ever important. And so for literally (laughs) the majority of this addiction, I'm lying to people and telling them I love you just to get in their pants. Right? And the crazy thing is is that I wasn't even willing to admit that I was doing that because that was too heinous. That was, that was wrong, right? So I had to create a mask to wear, i.e. the socializer, or I talked about this in a previous episode. I created the socializer mask, and I created the comedian mask, right? And I would hide behind humor, and I would hide behind all this these masks, to protect myself from the pain I was causing myself by lying to all these people over and over and over again and then when they would inevitably find out that I've cheated on them, guess what? <laughs> that only hurts me too, right? That not only hurts them, of course, absolutely. Because then I would see the, the aftermath. Some would... A couple literally collapsed on the floor because they didn't know what... They were in so much pain they didn't know what to... It clearly... Overwhelmed the senses Right And when somebody's in love Like I was in love in middle school I can only imagine Because I've been in that pain before And so naturally I took that pain And I gave it to everyone else Right And so These decisions just keep coming And keep coming And I'm, I'm just making the same It's the pattern Right This is the addiction This is where a pattern in an addiction are not that too are not too dissimilar because there's always an mo, right? My mo was to lie, tell you I love you, get into this like false, faux relationship, and then cheat, because I wasn't actually in love with that person. So, <laughs> I mean, naturally, you know what happens when you get into a relationship under false pretenses? It's not gonna last, all right? And so, you can get out one or two ways. You can either break up like a mature fucking human being, all right? Or you can do what I did. And that is simply cheat, lie, lie, deny, deny. (laughs) Right? No matter what, right? I don't care if the the evidence is right in front of her face. Nope, not me, no way. Not no way, not no how, right? And that was very early on. um, In that, then I just started just... When people found it, they found it. it. It was what it was. But at the end of the day, I got what I wanted. And that's where this, like sociopathic sense kind of comes in because I didn't care and this is what I was unwilling to admit for a very long time that I did not care how I hurt these people I it's even hard to admit now I didn't care I in that time I was so Out of alignment with myself There was only one There was only one way In order for me to feel anything And that was sex Because I had hit that dopamine button So many times with sex And the porn That the only way I could feel normal Was to get laid again And this is how This turned into an addiction for me Because it ruined every single relationship I've been in Every single fucking one Almost, anyway And if I didn't cheat on you, it was because I either did not have enough time or the relationship failed before it even got to that point. Um, Some people sniff out you got into a relationship under false pretenses pretty quick, all right? And that would happen on a couple occasions. And I'm being honest about this pattern for me because... Those of you who have an addict brain like this okay, will relate to it. I don't care whether it's alcohol you suffer from or benzos or whatever you can be addicted to. Gambling. It doesn't matter. That addiction or pattern is the same. Because you need masks. You need justification. You need the ability to hide in order to continue this destructive path of behavior. Because that's all it's going to do. It's going to destroy you. Right? And this is what I allowed in my life for a decade. Right? This is why I became emotionally flat. I eventually became emotionally flat because I'm hurting people. I'm hurting myself. I'm hitting that dopamine button. And then the pad and that's when the pattern becomes addiction is when you're using it to feel normal and that's where I was at having sex to feel fucking normal or feel wanted or feel whatever um because I had this such a low view of myself at this point you know uh after hurting so many people being told I'm a piece of shit over and over and over again um You start to believe the labels (laughs) that you inevitably earn, right? When you do shitty behavior. Um, And then you start to believe it. So why not? Be the piece of shit, right? You know, use that as a defense mechanism. There you go. There's another mask you can wear. (laughs) I'm a piece of shit. (laughs) So that means I can just do whatever the fuck I want to do, right? The self-basher mask, right? Right? So, not only am I out there getting laid often, I'm also jerking off to porn a lot. Um, and this is how you know you have a problem, okay? This is how I recognized I even had a problem to begin with. Um, and this is something I'm going to talk about in the uh, the six stages of awareness of your, your pattern of behavior, right? Um, I started noticing that, one, I was becoming emotionally flat. Usually, pain is a really good indicator that you're fucking up. It's usually... Pain is a really good teacher. I'll tell you that, man. And it's the most powerful teacher, and that is a teacher that is loving, but it will hurt you. Okay? Pain is a good... Pain is a good thing, right? In certain aspects. Some of you freaking masochists out there, okay? (laughs) However, um... Pain is a wonderful teacher. And it'll teach you a lot. And it won't feel good. Okay? That's the point. It won't feel good. And when you become emotionally flat, guess what? That shit don't feel good at all. And it will help you change. It will help you recognize your shit. And at a speed that would not otherwise be possible without it. And mind you, I was still numb for a decade. Alright? So... Just because I hurt Doesn't mean I didn't have A freaking A happiness mask And a socializer mask To hide all that Alright Because this pattern of behavior Was so painful to me And others I needed to wear A mask Or a justification In order to keep Continuing the behavior Because I was addicted This is where the addiction Comes in Okay It Eats you Consumes you Every decision you make Is to feed it That's how you know You have a problem That's when I Realized in the last five years that I had a legitimate addiction, I didn't understand it. Because I would get into these manic states, and this is this is one of the reasons how I knew. This is one, one of the things that my dad helped me clarify, is that that's an addiction, right? That's the addiction part of it, was when I would get into these manic states where I just needed to get laid, and they would stay with me for hours. I was manic, dude. I, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't function. It was like... You ever see, like... <laughs> I don't know why I'm using this analogy, but you ever see a, a like deer in, in, in the rut where it's like they are frozen still? And there's videos on YouTube. You guys can look this up, literally. Deer's literally standing still, and there's like a hunter standing in front of them, like waving at it, like, and this deer is doing nothing, absolutely nothing. This deer is in such a high, intense, manic state that it can't even move. Right, and in some ways, I feel like I could kind of see myself in that because I couldn't sleep. I couldn't. I couldn't think about anything else. There were the hours where I spent jerking off because it's the only thing I knew how to. It, it would curb that feeling for like I don't know five seconds, and then I'm like, "Fuck, man, really? We're back to this again. We're back here. This is where we're at." I got to go fucking jerk off again. Like, I got tired of myself. I eventually started getting tired of jerking off. <laughs> you know, six, seven times later, I'm like, dude, I have none in the fucking tank. What are we doing? You know, and I would have to make a phone call. I'd have to call a good friend of mine and uh, say, hey, man, I'm really fucking struggling because I know he struggled with this shit, too, and I, I was not at a place ready to talk to my dad about this stuff yet. I wasn't ready to talk to a therapist about this stuff yet. I just, I just wasn't ready yet. But I had a friend um, I knew I could call, and he had to remind me, like, "Hey man, it's the addiction, dude. Understand that this is all it is." And he had to talk me off a ledge because I just, I seriously didn't know what to do. You know, I, I could have downloaded Tinder. I could have done all this stuff. I, 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 you know, could have done all this, but I chose not to, you know. I do have people I can call that can put me back on the path. And just sometimes in that manic state, all you need is a reminder. Like I said in a previous episode, like, Shane, you know... Where this fucking road goes You know every turn You know every landmark You know every fucking rock Piece of gravel Dead animal on the side of that fucking road, dude You know exactly what that road looks like You know every square inch of it Now ask yourself, are you willing? Are you willing to throw away what you've built Since you moved down there? Are you willing to do that? The answer's no, right? Sometimes that's all you need what I needed I needed somebody to be the damn voice of reason because I I couldn't be you know that didn't come till later um so notice the similarity between a pattern of behavior and an addiction okay it's just that a pattern of behavior got inflated so big it became your world and it consumed you and every decision has to do with that addiction that pattern of behavior your reward system is tied to it your dopamine your serotonin your sleep patterns everything I mean everything man okay that's what I've been dealing with is a sex and porn addiction and I know that because I get in these manic states even today even today but I have coping skills now. <laughs> I have journaling, right? I jur- I literally journal these fucking moments, right? And these moments will keep me from sleeping on a 10-hour break when I should be sleeping. And, dude, it is horrible, right? It kind of reminds me of, like, quitting smoking, right? I remember when I quit smoking, it was, it was really, really intense. And the first couple weeks were hard and I would get into these kind of similar manic states where I'm like I want a fucking cigarette I want to smoke I want to do this but I knew I didn't want to right so you know again I I described that I used a vape and I was able to you know slowly drip down the freaking nicotine level all the way down to a zero essentially placebo and I quit after that right how do you do that with sex (laughs) Right? Sex is... You just gotta do cold turkey. Right? Or in my case... Only with my partner. Right? And so... These are... This is just the struggle that I deal with. man. Right? So... That's my personal... Struggle with... That's my personal addiction. Okay? I'm gonna go into... Um... You know, how do you, how does one even become aware that they even have a problem in the first place? Um, I've done some research and I found a pretty, pretty awesome uh, PDF. I don't even know what it's part of, but what all I know is, is that I actually learned a lot, quite a bit from it, actually. So, here's where I'm at, right? The six stages of awareness. All right. In recognizing your patterns. Um, And I've taken this and I just... I wrote it in a way to recognize you have a problem with addiction. Right? First, you have the pre-contemplation stage. This is a stage where you're not ready. You're not even aware that you have an issue. Your, Your pattern of behavior is actually still working for you. Okay? It's working for you because you haven't noticed that you... Are feeling emotionally flat? You haven't noticed that you actually hurt yourself or other people, or you know you're not you're not recognizing the issues. Okay, this is your pre-contemplation stage, stage one? So you're not ready. Okay. Then you have your contemplation stage. So let's say you're you're you might be noticing that your behavior is becoming slightly problematic. You're not fully ready to admit you have a problem, but you're like, all right, something feels off. You know, I'm, I'm starting to feel a little not happy like I used to. I'm starting to feel uh, a little different, something's off. You know something's wrong, something's, something's going awry, okay? That's the contemplation stage. That's when you're getting ready for change, okay? Essentially. Then you have your preparation stage, right? This is when you're doing research. This is when you arrive at a place like I did, where I'm like, I'm emotionally flat. What do I do? I'm depressed. I'm sad. I'm full of anxiety. So you're doing research. You're trying to figure out what's wrong with you, right? You're going on fucking WebMD. I don't know. Googling why the fucking is, is there something wrong with me, right? Like, what is going on? typing in the symptoms and you're like getting all this fucking bullshit about depression and and yada 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 and pills and stuff and so you know I naturally knew that I didn't want to go down that road but hey luckily I also had a dad that was able to guide me through a little bit of this but I was also young and dumb still we're talking about like mid 20s so I wasn't ready to listen to him yet because I was stubborn (laughs) you know (laughs) so um What's after the preparation stage, right? You got ready for your you did your research now, what? Right? It's kind it's time for action, right? The stage that I was in not all that long ago, okay? We're talking within like two years. Action stage. Overt modifications in lifestyle. Okay? Overt, obvious, intense changes in other words all the things that you're doing that you know you shouldn't be doing you stopped doing those almost immediately okay over changes big changes okay because that's what's needed I needed to stop this behavior I needed to because it was only hurting me it was hurting everybody else around me too so what did I have to do right my addiction what did I have to do? Well, stop cheating, first of all, right? Anytime that I got into these manic states, just call someone. That was the change I made. I was falling off the path, needed somebody to call. They got me back on the path, reminded me what I was doing this work for. Boom. That was what I needed. Simply not downloading dating apps, okay? <laughs> stop it. Literally, all the things you're doing, you know you shouldn't be doing. Stop doing those things. And if you're a mind of an addict like me, you need to replace that with something. So what do you think this podcast is about? Hey man, guess what? You know what this podcast is born out of? Changing a pattern of addiction. So, I figure if I put my manic addict brain toward recording a podcast for people to learn from I can eventually build a new habit of recording episode after episode after episode until it becomes an addiction and I run this motherfucker into the ground but I have to be aware I have tools now right I can run even as positive as this podcast can be I can run this motherfucker until I'm also my emotionally flat because now all of a sudden I'm worried about views I'm all of a sudden worried about downloads and and who's viewing the show and uh what if our viewership drops down a little bit that's going to affect my mood I cannot allow myself to get to that point I recognize that within myself okay so I'm very conscientious about what I talk about on here okay that's why I need to be authentic that's why I need To be honest, in every fucking episode that I'm in, okay? I don't care how nitty-gritty, I don't care how bad it makes me look, I don't give a shit. Because somebody out there right now is struggling with the same fucking thing. Right now. Somebody's thinking about having a fucking drink. And I might be able to stop that person from doing that. And for me, that means the world to fucking me any day of the week I don't give a shit if I have to fucking lay myself down on the goddamn cross if that stops that man from doing that or stops a guy a man similar to me from cheating on his wife or cheating on you know blowing up his family tearing his kids hearts out by breaking up and all that shit I saw four times over and over again with my dad's four divorces yeah yeah I would love to stop that absolutely 100% so if you guys If this episode caught you at the right time in your life Email the show WatchMeWorkPodcast At gmail.com I want to do A Q&A episode Every Monday That would be ideal So guys If you don't want your shit out there We don't have to put it out there I'll just give you advice We'll leave it at that But if you don't mind I would love to do a Q&A Love that I would absolutely love that and even just to know that I've even helped one person is enough for me to continue doing the show. So, guys, get at me. Come get some, all right? <laughs> Got a little heavy there, all right? So let's reel it back. Let's reel it back. So, what's after the the action stage, right? Being the fourth stage in your your your. Uh, stages of awareness in your patterns here after that after the action stage comes maintenance right the maintenance stage is essentially you've maintained the change for six months or more okay at this point you're in the maintenance stage which is where i'm at okay it's been way longer than six months however i don't know it's been a couple years and i'm still in the maintenance stage because guess what stage is completely... Is 100%... Is, is after... The maintenance. Okay? The termination stage. That is when there is no desire to return the, to the previous behavior. I'm not there yet, guys. Two years later. Two years into this shit. And I still get into these manic states. Where I could pull myself back. Where I could slide. Where I relapse. Right? Right? sure it's a sex addiction you can relapse on anything alright but I still have potential to relapse <laughs> two years after I've made the decision a year and a half after I've made the decision to change my behavior talk to a therapist what the fuck guys <laughs> what the fuck it's heavy dude it sucks right right Strategies, okay? Let's see here. You got strategies in each one of these... Each one of these... Uh, strategies you can use in each one of these stages, okay? The pre-contemplation, there's no strategy to become aware, okay? You're just not aware. Um, but the positives literally have to outweigh the negatives for someone to actually... Try to even contemplate or adopt A new behavior successfully Okay, so there has to be It has to be in their interest Is basically what I mean In order for you to change It has to benefit you Okay, because you're so selfish You're so um, sociopathic in your addiction You don't care Until it's necessary Okay, so I'm sorry But that's the place you might have to arrive at Like I did where if you want to make change you have to arrive at a place where you don't feel good anymore and the only way to feel better is to stop doing that bullshit yeah and that's when the real pain comes because then you have to face all the bullshit you caused in the last decade of your life and you may have done a lot of fucking stupid shit (laughs) you may have lied to people to get what you wanted you may have to come to that fucking realization and it hurts it hurts a lot So, get the fuck after it. Hurry up and get in pain. (laughs) Because that will save you, all right? (laughs) Pain is a good teacher, dog. It might be what you need. Old Dr. Pain, he's waiting for you. He's coming. He's going to come in a form you don't expect. You're not going to feel shit. you're not going to be in pain all the time no 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 you're just not going to feel anything you see Dr. Pain is fucking creative (laughs) he'll fucking he'll get creative on you in ways that you never thought were possible and you're going to feel low in ways you never thought you could feel and then When you decide to change, you still have a whole fucking momentum of 10 years of bullshit behind you, still moving at 300 miles an hour, mind you, and you're going to have to find a way to fucking slow that train down. Therapy, I'll give you a guess. And being honest with yourself, another one. Stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to other people. Stop wearing these masks. The sooner you figure all this shit out, the better. I promise you, your life... Will improve quickly Once you fully understand these concepts That I've talked about in the last Five episodes of this podcast That's why I gave them to you first You need them Okay, I don't care how shitty The audio quality is In episode one, two, three, four, five I don't care The content should be what's important Okay, learn through me Allow me to be a mirror for you Hence the name of the show Okay, I'm going to keep reminding you guys every episode. Yes, that's why we call it the mirror. I am a mirror for you. The only way we can be a mirror for each other is to be 100% honest. Okay? So, I digress. When you're in the contemplation stage, there are some strategies you can use to kind of help identify the behavior Asking yourself questions is really good. This is where journaling is going to come in, okay? Identify the behavior that is causing problems. Inquire of yourself what is going on. So, ask yourself some questions. This is what I do. This is what I did. What is going on? What is wrong? That's what I would write down on a sheet of paper, okay? And I would just leave the rest blank. I wouldn't write another question down until I have fully answered that question... And exactly How I felt in that moment of honesty All that stuff I don't care if it was three pages Four pages, six pages Two sentences Okay Write it down What am I doing? Okay Specificity Specificity I don't even know that word Whatever, Is valuable at this stage Okay You need to be specific with yourself, (laughs) okay? In other words, ask yourself, how am I being irresponsible? How? (laughs) For me, it was, oh, I don't know. I'm cheating, I'm lying, I'm lying to myself. I'm being irresponsible in many ways. I mean, there was a lot of ways, but I was honest. I wrote it all down. And when you have that three-day clarity after you write it down, you're gonna have some clarity you're going to read that back and you're going to go, oh shit, I was right. <laughs> you know, uh, ask yourself more questions. How is being irresponsible affecting others around you, right? Answer that one, honestly. You may not want to. It might hurt to do that because you might have to come to reality that you've hurt a lot of fucking people in your life, including yourself. And that's a nice, super heavy, comfy feeling, Okay get used to it, you're going to need to hug it a lot let's see what, some strategies moving on, okay so we're in the preparation stage now, okay, we're going to go back through the stages but we're going to go into the strategies here it's this, preparation is the stage where it's like, I want to change but I'm not sure I can you know, so you start changing little bits of behavior. This is, one of the, this is one of the things that I changed in my behavior. Instead of lying to people, what I decided to do was just be honest about what I wanted. And believe it or not, when I told these people that what I was looking for was sex and I left all the fucking games out of it, I found more success that way. I found more success <laughs> in that pattern of an addiction by just being honest imagine fucking that if you're just honest about what you want up front people respect that right and yes you're gonna have some that are like okay cool well thank you for being honest but I'm, I'm not into that it's a much cleaner way to live guys do it that way if you're gonna have this pattern okay at least do that change little minor things in your pattern where you're not hurting yourself or other people okay be honest with yourself most importantly and be honest with everybody else around you these people care about you right if somebody asks you if you're drinking tell them you're drinking if somebody's asking you if you're cheating let them know you're cheating if you just want to fuck tell people you just want to fuck I don't see I understand the fear around telling people that because then it might ruin chances right we're going back to the social the, the the sociopath right you're gonna you're gonna give up chat no you're not you're gonna actually gain more you're gonna get more trust me on that just be honest about what you want you'll feel better about yourself you'll feel lighter cleaner okay so keep that in mind guys that's a really Big one if you're in this addiction or any addiction. Just be honest. Stop lying to yourself. At least change a few things if you don't feel like you can change. Change some things. Begin the process of the change. Make small decisions. Just start being honest about what you are. You're an addict. Everybody who asks you, hey, you have been out gambling? Yes, I was out gambling. Hey, you know, it's a much cleaner way to live and you feel a little lighter after a while, right? Because you don't have to play the game anymore. You don't have to lie anymore. You don't have to... You remove all the bullshit, okay? So if that's what you can only do, then start there, okay? If that's the only thing you can do, do that. It's better than fucking doing nothing at all, right? Strategies for the action stage, right? Again, this is the stage where you are fucking overtly making decisions okay you are choosing different behavior this is where the choice comes in this is where action comes in on your part and it only can come from you because there's a high risk of relapse and relapse back to preparation at this stage right all the way to the fucking almost the beginning or the stage before this one, right? Techniques to manage challenging situations are important, okay? You're gonna have bad days. You're gonna fucking have bad days. It just is what it is, man. You know, I remember, like, when I was quitting smoking or when I was, you know, when I was pretty far along my growth and I decided to cheat because I used a justification because I wasn't being loved enough. Right, these bad days where you don't feel loved, you don't feel cared about, yada, yada, yada. Again, that's not another that person's problem. Okay, that is a you problem, and that is a justification that you might use to revert back to old behavior. And it could send you all the way back to stage one where you are unaware. <laughs> but I feel like once I became aware, I was never really unaware after that. Um, it was just a constant move from like stage two to four, right? two to four, two to four, two to four. Never the ending stage, which is like termination, but always just maintenance, right? I would have to go back from like two to maintenance, two to maintenance. It was like you're always constantly back and forth between that state. And so I find myself at maintenance the longest I've ever been in the maintenance stage, okay? And like smoking, those urges and those manic states... If this gives you guys, gives you other addicts out there some hope, it goes away. Slowly but surely, that manic state becomes not as strong and not as frequent. So please, keep that in mind, okay? You're going to have all kinds of voices in your head trying to justify going back. Don't fucking do it. Shut up. Fuck you. Don't do it. I tell myself this A lot So Not in a bad way Just in like An uplifting bro way You know what I mean So I'm not bashing myself When I do that Mind you I love myself Okay I do I genuinely do I've come to Took a long time To understand that But I got to a point Where I'm actually At peace with who I am And I I'm, I'm in that stage now However I I need work Okay And it's okay We all need work So These are ways You can get rid Of that pattern of behavior Journaling Taking all these strategies I've given you today This is also where You are going to need On these hard days A Little family Right? The kind of family I want to start with this podcast. Maybe a little social media group. Maybe somebody that you can call like I have when you're in that fucking manic state and you just want that drink or you just want to get laid or you just want to go gamble. Somebody to call that will put you straight and tell you to get... Out of that state as fast as fucking possible And all those bullshit stories You're telling yourself as to why you need to gamble Get laid or have that drink is all bullshit Cut through it Shut the fuck up It's all bullshit And that's what exactly what the hell I would tell you If you called me So <laughs> Understand there'll be some tough love But it'll still be love Alright You don't fucking need that drink Stop it ...from the fucking thing in the drain... ...along with them bullshit stories you're telling yourself... ...because that's all it is, it's bullshit... ...stop telling yourself that horse shit... ...you don't need that drink... ...you don't need to get laid... ...those are all bullshit stories... ...you're telling yourself to be able to go back to step one... ...so don't fucking do that... ...you already know where that road goes guys... ...you know every turn you gotta take... ...you know every bump... ...you know every crack... ...you know where it goes... You know the pain that's going to bring you. Do you know what you would feel like if you didn't go down that road? Probably a whole lot better than you feel right now. So why not take a chance? Small steps, guys, okay? Small steps. You don't conquer this thing by looking at all the work you got to do in a week. It's day by day. And sometimes... You are white knuckling sobriety Where it feels like second After second After second Which is how I feel in those manic states Those manic states you're just going by Getting through it second by second Alright I get it I don't have to be an alcoholic to know what that feels like I don't have to You you can sit here and justify yourself You can say ah Shane don't know shit He doesn't know a fucking thing He don't drink he can't die from the withdrawals of not getting fucked. True. Very true. However, we are more defined by our similarities and our differences. And our patterns, our behavior and addictions all operate the same. Think before you actually go get laid, have that drink. My dad gave me a piece of advice. Sometimes the fucking you give Ain't worth the fucking you're gonna get, okay? And so since my pattern was sex, that's what my dad would tell me. <laughs> sometimes the fucking you give ain't worth the fucking you get, all right? And so I suspect what he meant by there is that sometimes you might get the you might get the wrong person pregnant. Ooh, then you fucked. Then you fucked, right? And that's that's what he meant. For my situation. But for your situation, I could probably tailor that to you. You take that drink, that's the fucking you give. The fucking you get is the feeling you're gonna feel after. Because then you're going back to being a failure. And that's what you're gonna tell yourself, because you're not a failure. Guys, maintenance, okay? Stage five maintenance strategies. <sighs> what do you think this podcast is from you guys? It's a replacement. In a way, this podcast is literally keeping me from making dumb choices. Because literally, I've had to spend hours outlining this thing. I've spent money and research and time and effort into these episodes. And I'm only getting better over time. Guys, this is literally keeping me from making dumb choices quite fucking literally and not to mention but this is way more fulfilling than just going out to get laid and go cheat I mean I don't know about you guys but I'm getting severe satisfaction from doing this this is a way better pattern of behavior don't you think I've been pretty damn consistent with this thing don't you think stepping up the quality pretty quick don't you think Because I'm starting to obsess, right? This is the addict mind. I'm going to obsess over this fucking thing. I'm already, right now, thinking about the next topics to think about. So here I am, podcasting, (laughs) alone in a semi-truck, right? When I have all the time and all the space and all the time in the world to make bad decisions, here I am. The most important thing you can do for yourself right now is to recognize You even have a problem in the first place I can't stress that enough Once you reach that level First step, level of awareness You ain't going back Okay You will always be aware And that will always keep you alive And trying to make better decisions The average person Has to relapse And go through homes Seven times Seven is the average Okay Somebody's done it before you. Somebody will do it after you. But you are going to do this. And you are going to get it done. And I believe in you. And you need to believe in yourself. It may have sounded throughout this episode that I have been shaming you (laughs) for having this pattern of behavior. And guess what? I'm not. I want to end this thing on a positive note. And... I think that it's okay to have these patterns of behavior. There's nothing wrong with you, understand that. There's nothing wrong with you. It's just that you are in a pattern. And, you know, I remember even as a kid, like I, when we're kids, we don't have these patterns, right? We were born naturally just loving, caring people. Okay, And then life happens and patterns form And some patterns turn into addictions And that's all that is And although it might seem like This pattern might be Hard to get rid of or impossible It's not You can absolutely stop it You can get yourself in the stage where I'm in Which is The maintenance stage, right? Where you're just... you got to white-knuckle it sometimes. And that's all you got to do. And eventually you won't have to white-knuckle so often, right? And I think that it's okay to be who you are. You're not a piece of shit. You're not all these labels that you may have given yourself or other people may have given you because you hurt them. You're not these things. So... It's important that we stop shaming ourselves. Yes, we carry a lot of shame because these patterns of behavior have a tendency to hurt a lot of people around you, people that are important to you, people that are close to you. And it's all part of it. It's part of the process. Understand that. And so naturally, when you have these patterns of behavior, these addictions, you're going to hurt some people, okay? So during your... I know I talked about this on a previous episode. In your maintenance stage, in, in your clarity, start calling those people up. You know, forgive yourself. And call these people up and say you're mending relationships and you're in a stage now where you feel like you can, you can do this, guys. You can beat this thing. It's just a pattern of behavior It's not this impossible force That can't be beaten Okay, it's not impossible As a matter of fact, it's completely possible And You can do it And all you have to do Is stop Putting the bottle to your mouth Stop going to the casino Stop getting on the dating apps That's all you have to do Stop doing the thing that's hurting you you're the only one who's doing it. So there's some power in that, right? When you have that realization, there's a point where you understand if I can get myself in this, you can get yourself out of it. Right? And you can. It is possible. And you will do it. So, let's end that episode on that positive note. Because all it is is a pattern of behavior. It can be beaten. You can change it. You can... Start a podcast Find something you can obsess over I don't care if it's archery, jiu-jitsu I don't care <laughs> Alright I've tried them all <laughs> um, Find another pattern That you can uh, completely obsess over And it wouldn't destroy your life <laughs> Alright So That's all you have to do Pattern formation Just form a different pattern It's not hard to form another pattern. Okay. The difficulty is stopping this addiction. So you got to find something else. And you will. You will find something. Try different shit, man. Go go to your freaking archery club. Go shoot a bow a couple times, you know. Go try hitting that target. It's hard. <laughs> go to jujitsu and get your freaking face smashed into the mat <laughs> over and over and over again, choked out. You know. These are all things that you can get into that are completely okay to obsess over, okay? <laughs> I mean, I've met some jiu-jitsu nerds. Um, I've been to uh, many classes so far, and I don't do it all the time. I'm very much on and off with it. Um, but what I like is this podcast, and I do like jujitsu jitsu a little bit, and... It's amazing what another human being can do to you with jiu-jitsu. It's like I get tossed around like a rag doll. I'm a 200-pound person, right? Uh, I'm like 195 pounds. I usually fluctuate between 180 and 190. But, I mean, guys, you could, you could absolutely do this. And when I'm done, that jujitsu match or that session where I'm just rolling for an hour, and on Saturdays I roll for like three hours straight, Ghee and no ghee. When I get done that I feel like I feel so good Because it was such a hard workout It was such a, a hard thing to do That the rest of the day is cool It's easy And yeah you're going to get your bumps and bruises There's times that my throat hurt from being choked For like two weeks after You know what I mean Because it gets sore It feels like you're getting a cold or something It's like it hurts to swallow Find yourself something like that to replace the addiction. And here's another method you can use. If you are in a manic state, go to jiu-jitsu. I guarantee you, by the time you are done that session, you won't, you won't be thinking about this manic state. You'll just feel really good. Go hit the gym. Go do something and work that energy out because that's all you got to do you got to you gotta open that pressure relief valve guys you got to find something and I think that's a really positive way to end this episode it got dark, it got dark here and there right but you guys got this alright, I love you I really do but sometimes we need some tough love okay? so a lot of this podcast was me telling you to shut them stupid ass voices up because that's what you got to do go to the gym get that weird energy out all right (laughs) go find something to obsess over that's good for you all right i don't care what that is as long as it's something toward health something toward to better your life because you can completely you got nerds in every you got look at look at black rifle coffee dude that dude obsesses over coffee the weights and the measurements and that if that's something you need to do hey go obsess over coffee (laughs) whatever it is man go do that that's what I want you to do and that's what I'm doing so explore what's around you see what's around you that you can get into and do that form another habit forming a habit is pretty easy getting rid of habits is a little harder so find a new habit and use that to replace your addiction, okay? So with that being said, guys, I love you. Nick, clean me the fuck out, boo-boo.